You're listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. You know, vision care must be a core part of the concept that health is wealth. Well, Dr. Mark Ruckman is joining us here from Versant Health to talk about vision health, uh, the financial impact of eye disease, the social impact of eye disease, and some everyday steps that we can take to protect our overall eye health. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Ruckman. Thank you. Thank you very much, Neil. Good to be with you. What is it that got you into vision health in the first place? Yeah, I was always interested in people's well-being and general health, and I came to appreciate that eye care, particularly the comprehensive eye examination, was really a central component, Neil, of any health and wellness initiative, that this was good for the patient and also good for society. Now, you're a board-certified ophthalmologist. As far as your role there at Versant Health, talk briefly about that role. Yes, I am the chief medical officer for Versant Health. I am a board-certified ophthalmologist. Uh, Versant Health is a specialty eye care, managed care company. We have a network of 35,000 ophthalmologists and optometrists, and we have 37 million beneficiaries uh, in the country who uh, uh, receive our benefits. When it comes to the financial cost of eye disease, what would you say that it costs the United States annually dealing with vision loss? The cost of visual loss to our nation is estimated to be over $68 billion annually. And uh, a big chunk of that financial burden uh, is borne by people um, middle class, working class, uh, blue collar, and uh, people of disadvantaged socioeconomic backgrounds. So a comprehensive eye examination is not only central to the health care of the individual, it's also very important for our society um, and for the robustness of the American economy. You know, you say the robustness uh, of our society. Everything is based on the ability to be able to see relatively well. What would you say that it costs the average person who's losing their vision? They've been working, everything's going fine, but um, over the last 10, 15 years, their vision has been impaired. Does their salary go down based on that? Yeah, so their salary can go down substantially. <clears throat> um, the general average estimate of that, Neil, um, is that vision loss will cost the individual at least $10,000 uh, a year, um, and that most of the people with severe visual loss ultimately tend to be unemployed, which increases the burdens to all of us, uh, not only as taxpayers, but it's really tragic in terms of individual lost productivity, lost ability to contribute to society and friends and family, and also increases the burdens on caregivers and loved ones who have to support, in addition to their own life responsibilities, the needs of the people who can't see well. When the pandemic started, we began to hear about many, many disparities in healthcare across the board. And then with uh, people not doing their normal um, health maintenance, how would you say that the pandemic has affected eye care overall? The pandemic has significantly eroded the quality of eye care uh, in our nation. Uh, the importance of a comprehensive eye examination cannot be overestimated. 
When you have a comprehensive eye examination, the eye care professional can evaluate the patient for potentially blinding disorders, such as macular degeneration, diabetic retinopathy, cataract, and glaucoma. The doctor can also get important information about general health issues, such as cardiovascular disease, systemic diabetes, and systemic inflammatory disease. So because of the pandemic, people understandably have been delaying their care to doctors, which then means that in terms of eye care, they've been delaying their access to these comprehensive examinations. The reason that this is so important, Neil, is that most causes of blinding disorders, most systemic disorders can be detected in the eye before symptoms, before symptoms. Critically important for people to appreciate that. 9% of our population has diabetes. If we assume a population of our country of approximately 350 million people, that's about 33 million people who have diabetes. And oftentimes, Neil, they don't know it because it hasn't progressed yet to the symptomatic stage. It is still causing damage. It is still potentially blinding. It still can affect the heart and the kidneys and the brain, but people are asymptomatic for it. So early intervention Preventive medicine is essential in controlling this disease to improve not only the quality of life of our patients, but also the richness and robustness of our society and the economy. Does the frequency of these recommended comprehensive eye exams change as a person ages? Yes, it does, Neil. So the um, American Academy of Ophthalmology and the American Optometric Association have some recommendations regarding this. All children should be examined before the age of five for underlying eye disease. And the reason that that's so important is that kids don't know to complain. Mm -hmm. They have no awareness of what it is to see blurry or to see clear to have one eye strong or the other eye weak, and you really want to intervene early because most of this is treatable if detected early. And if the kids can't see well, that degrades their ability to learn. They start falling behind in school. Their behavioral problems, and it begins a whole cascade of dysfunctional problems that can be easily corrected by an early eye examination. If you get into your early midlife, if you're between 20 and 40 and you're not having any problems and there's no disease in your family, probably every two years would be adequate, Neil. Once you get to be 50 and over, typically once a year uh, is recommended because it's important, again, for early intervention on issues of diabetes, macular degeneration, glaucoma, and cataract. You know, I did uh, mention the pandemic uh, earlier in our conversation. Let's talk about how telemedicine is being integrated into treatment plans for patients with vision conditions and how it's going to impact their care during this huge boom in telemedicine. Neil, that's an excellent question. Um, it may be a little inappropriate to comment on the benefits of the COVID pandemic, but one of the benefits of this has been the acceleration of telemedicine to acceptance by doctors, by, the, by patients, and most importantly, by the payers, 
by the insurance community. And I'm very proud to say that Versant Health has been a leader in the early recognition of the value of telemedicine. For many eye diseases, a lot of the work of diagnosis and treatment and monitoring can be done on telemedicine platform. And there are new technologies being developed, Neil, what we call remote monitoring, where diseases such as macular degeneration and glaucoma can be monitored real time at home. That data gets sent to a telemedicine center, which gets analyzed often through artificial intelligence filters that then sends that information back to the doctors. That allows early diagnosis. It saves patients the hassle of going to a doctor's office, particularly, Neil, when patients are elderly and there are mobility problems and they need family or friends to take them to the doctor. This is a huge advance in medicine and is to be welcomed. Well, Dr. Ruckman, I'd appreciate it if you give us listeners a website where we can learn more about Versant Health. Terrific. So I'd recommend you visit Versant Health. V-E-R-S-A-N-T-H-E-E-L-T-H dot com. You can also go to the American Academy of Ophthalmology website, which is aao.org, and also the American Optometric Association at aoa.org. Both of these organizations have wonderful um, vetted information about eye care, and I would encourage your listeners to go to to go to any of those, but especially to learn about what you can expect from your health plan, what you can expect from the payer community, how they can support eye health and wellness throughout the entire arc of your life and that of your family, versanthealth.com. Dr. Ruckman, I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Thank you very much. Good to be with you. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Mark Ruckman. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.